This podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. In less than five minutes, you can start your own podcast for free with ShoutEngine.com. Marinison, Jeff. Hello, thanks, Blake. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Hooniverse podcast. Uh, this is episode sixty-seven, and it's the first episode since probably three when all four of us have threeve when all four of us have been in the same room. Uh, it's been at my, least since eleven. That's, that's for sure. That's the angelic, dulcet voice of my my beautiful co-host, Blake. I, I don't actually have anything for this week, so I'll just go with Blake. Let's make one up. Zigzag. Like zigzag. Hmm, that yeah. is racist. Yeah, man. That is. Ra- I'm just <laughs> I was like thinking for a second. <laughs> no, that was the voice. I should have just called him Blake Zach yeah. wrong, and then I could have segued into podcast producer Zach Clapman, who is here for the first time in a long time. Yeah. Well, not a long time, but a good I'm amount in LA of time. for the first time. I was gone for a month. Yeah. 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 And then always, of course, uh, ready to chime in is Mr. Chris Hayes. Oh, yeah, I'm here, as usual. See, there DJ you go. Goatee on oh, the yeah. DJ Goatee. Oh, yeah. DJ Goatee. So we're all back in the room. Uh, we've done a bit of traveling. Uh, I think the last episode that you guys heard was me drunk. Well, not drunk yet. I was on my way to get drunk, but in my hotel room um, from Nashville. I did a quick podcast, Zach. Uh, you missed it. Cool. Just a little What's in the, my room fun wrap fact. up. They didn't know you were naked while recording that. Oh, yeah. with the yeah, That's the theater of the mind that is radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they were thinking it. They were that was one of the funniest it. things you've ever said on this podcast. That's true. Like, um, Blake, you were there, too, in Nashville. But you were not Nashville. in my room while I was, I was naked. I was not there. I was – I think I was ended up more drunk. What were you guys doing in Nashville? Nashville? You were drunk at dinner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nissan product day. So It was everything. great. It was a lot of fun. Even I, stuff that we can't get in the country. Mostly drove the uh, vintage cars. Yeah, they cool. Old, old cars are cool. Two forties so, and stuff. Did, wait, they had, I drove they a two forty Z. Eight two forty. Did they really? Ah, two forty. Yeah. It was awesome. Did it have an LS in it? <laughs> no, it was actually. Yeah, you remember? It's actually a drift missile. No, yeah. that'd be so awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was all yeah flat black with Hoonigan badges. Probably, um, probably the cleanest two forty Z on the planet. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was uh, originally one of the cars that from that program they did a few years back where they found some shells. Oh. They restored them, and yeah. then they sold them with warranties. The original prices okay. were like twenty five grand, and the um, the demand for them wasn't that high. So in the end, the remaining ones, they ended up si- selling in the high teens. Oh. Brand new, essentially, 240Zs with like two-year warranties. Right, because yeah. what was this, like 10, 15 years ago? It was yeah. mid-90s? Yeah. Oh, I can see why not. Oh, yeah, this yeah. was right before the 350Z, and the 350Z was 2002, if I'm not mistaken. And that car mistaken. sucked. Yeah, I haven't drifted <laughs> but, I like the but this was like this was like what nearly 15 years ago. So back then people were like, oh, "Pay 12 grand for a Japanese car?" Ooh, well, no, they the new cars were originally they they were asking 25. Right, they were exactly. brand new cars. Yeah, but they which bought, is amazing. They bought yeah. straight frames and completely remanufactured them. New upholstery, right. absolutely everything brand no new. No rust. Right, which is awesome. Yeah. And yeah, you know now it, nowadays Z's yes. are going for like 13 grand. You know, 15 grand, even Modified, 20, 20 grand. Yeah. Not even modified. I've seen a few clean ones with like a hundred thousand miles on them go for thirteen grand these That's days. That's too much. I mean, yeah. but no, but the car is going to climb anyways. It's it's. If anybody brings up the subject of 
Hey, what car do you think is going to go up in value? That's I think I harped on this that a lot in, my, the in the last two thousand Mazda but, yeah. Miata. But um, <sighs> good luck but, with that. But <laughs> the, the car that we the car that we both drove had forty one thousand miles on it. It was clean, and honestly, I got so used to driving it after a while. I could just I would I just wanted to drive it back to L A. It was awesome. I had a I had a tough guy moment in the car because I hopped in it with another journalist and they rode shotgun. They're like, yeah, I haven't driven this one yet, but everybody keeps saying third gear is really hard to find. And I shifted into third gear and just stared at him, and it went in like butter. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I spent uh, – uh, I drove cross-country in one of those. Jeff, I, Jeff third gear. It felt like home as soon as I sat in Jeff it. Jeff stared at so them, awesome. and they stared at Jeff. And then we crashed. was just going up as it yeah, happened. Yeah, I, I did you, the did Paul Walker at, stare at him in, in the, the eyes. The yeah. And then you guys yeah. fuck later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it also helped that he went and got frosted tips before this too. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Um, but that, but the the other heritage cars were amazing. That '65 truck, the little Datsun pickup, was so awesome. Slow, like deadly slow. It has a badge awesome. on the side in like bright yellow that says "60 horsepower," as if it was it was you know it was something they were proud of at the time. Yeah, 60 horsepower. The only Datsun truck awesome. I've seen I like was up at. Sears Point, and they'd put a V8 in it, and they were drifting it. That's oh, of course. Otherwise, See, they're underpowered, and they're light, and they're tiny, and they're That's basically so everything candy. Zach said about Datsun so My far. first car was actually a Nissan pickup, and that was a was 90, it hard body? 94. Yep. Yeah, hard body. Which, effectively, they really didn't change those cars for almost 30 years. And back yeah. then, so was Chris. Yes. <laughs> Chris was I a was, about it. it was I was immaculate. He bought it and took it straight to Venice Beach. It was yeah. a warm summer day. <laughs> Chris uh, replaced Nissan it next truck. year for my, a Nissan my, Beefcake. My car, I bought that thing, and it would... It had clearly been used for landscaping duty before that. Really? So I had to gut the interior because it just smelled awful as soon as I bought it. <laughs> uh, but that car, it had that. It has the K motor that all the 240s have in them, oh. and no weight over the rear oh. axle. That thing just did burnouts for like half a mile at a time. Well, I really fun. want one of those. Yeah. I remember, I remember a friend of mine's dad had one. I was riding in it, and it was a manual with no tack. And I was like 12 at the time, and it blew my mind why do you really want one of those good question 60 what? horsepower no, no not not one of not one of those no the, the classic no, I mean, one like the, i would actually want no like the chris's chris's 94 he wants the why? landscaper truck the why? landscaper truck with the k motor why? because just like chris said light k motor burnouts all day I like oh it was an awful vehicle yeah. don't get me wrong oh yeah it's a it was an awful that's vehicle a hoopty. that's your first choice for an easy burnout vehicle this is a man who <laughs> aspires to own a 300 zx no no i, I know hey, i can't hey, fault him hey, there. Hey, I can't spoiler fault alert him there. Yeah. spoiler alert i drove one. I lucky son of a bitch awesome. so we all get back to the hotel at the the nissan product day and some of us go up to our room i went up to do the podcast and watch comedy central for an hour <laughs> as i usually do at the end of the drive days he stayed down there and apparently the one of the nissan motorsports guys steve I got to thank Steve Yeager for this one. He's Nissan Motorsports, and uh, he, you know he he's worked on a Delta Wing. He's been there for about ten years and everything. Um, Nissan keeps all their heritage cars, the ones we drove, at the Lane Motor Museum in Nashville, and they have a 300ZX uh, Twin Turbo 96, the final 300 they brought to America Z32. that year, yeah. Z32, um, 192 miles on it. And they let him drive it, and they let me drive oh, it, and it wasn't at the event. Right. So he, we all go to dinner. He's like, guess what I drove? And, I, I my second car ever was uh, the the generation before that Z thirty one Z thirty one so I had always had a soft spot for those cars and I've never driven a Z thirty two so he's like yeah, yeah. I was, couldn't believe they let him drive that <laughs> fucking car crazy. so jealous I took a bunch of photos and everything so that's that'll be going up on Auto Week so. didn't you change your name on Twitter to like Blake Turbo Z, Turbo, Turbo Z wrong. wrong damn right <laughs> I'm changing that until the I'm changing I'm leaving it like that until the story goes up 
That's fantastic. Uh, That's pretty great. Now, Zach, you've been traveling a lot because you're you're just a traveling man. Um, I'm a rambling man. You're really. yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm sure you're going to dive into this in much more detail in your Smoking Tire podcast. So you don't have to go too deep if you don't want to. But uh, once you let us know what you were up to. Um, yeah, I'll keep it short. I did a bunch of stuff. I uh, went and filmed an IMSA race for Momo. Nice. Filmed, well, I didn't film the race. I filmed pit stuff. Which uh, the Delta they had a Delta wing running there, and it was like wrapped in chrome wrap, which was cool. Is it the, is it, the okay? So yeah, no, I was thinking of something else. Continue. <laughs> it's the one that you know. Yeah. Looks like a Concorde with no wings. Yeah. No, because there. there's the Ziad. Is it there's an electric one, and then there's the one that the Panos people built, and now Panos is based at Nissan. It wasn't electric. It was okay. It was running with all the other cars. Um, but uh, that was very cool, and the speed. I've never been to Watkins Glen before. It's fast, man. Like yeah. it's everybody says it's really fast, but like if you look at the average speeds there versus other tracks, it's like ten to twenty miles an hour faster, which is that, pretty, I mean that's, that's a lot, dude. Yeah, over I the mean, course of a lap, tons yeah. of elevation. Yeah, there's a lot of like coming over crest and then breaking and getting apexes and then climbing back up hills, and uh, it seems like it'd be really fun. Take hands off. Yeah, just stop hitting it. Oh, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I don't know how to talk about the bath sound around. guy kept doing the same and, thing. Um, yeah. uh, I got to drive a '63 Corvette convertible with an LS1 swap from Manhattan Motor Club. Nice. And nice. we filmed that for TST, and that was slow and wobbly and really scary. Was it slow? Miles Even with the LS1? Yeah. It. I mean, it's. Yeah. It. It <laughs> makes noise. It felt. Sounds good. Sounds good. The engine felt old, even though it wasn't. Like it felt period correct, which is kind That's of kind amazing. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, it was weird. Um, There's a lot of slop in the bushings and the, in so the much, everything. Dude. Like yeah. the steering wheel moved like the Caprice, right? And it leaned over, and uh, you know, tires would squeal. But it was fun. It ripped through. Did a lot of tunnels and overpasses nice. on the east well, coast. Well, that and that car being part of the Manhattan Car Club collection, I'm sure it's it's been driven enthusiastically. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's. It feels 50 years old. It's got to feel awesome, though, driving that out of the yeah. city. I didn't get to drive it out. They, they Matt and Thad did, but um, I rode with him, Thad, into the city and just dropping gears every time. There's and a bridge, Brooklyn Bridge. In between every uh, building, too, because yeah. it's, it's, it gets a little tight yeah. by the actual it is loud. classic it's car great. club. He oh, revved yeah. it outside a restaurant, and all the people's heads turned and looked outside. <laughs> and he's just like, and Thad's with his tattoos, like, yeah. And this, this crosses <laughs> yeah. the street, and, you know, business Manhattan-looking woman, and he just, Vroom! and she just, and, like, jumps and turns, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> and everybody, but everybody likes it. Like, people let you in traffic. Yeah. Cops like it. Yep. It's, you know, it's classic you get the car. Thumbs up. It's not like driving a Ferrari through. No, no. If if you rev that, everybody's like, look at this piece of mm-hmm. shit. If you rev a '63 vet in in New York in this and it's summertime, everybody's happy because yeah, the way, everybody's totally. happy in New York because the sun's out and it's warm yep. and they're not wearing jackets and stepping in slush. So then they see that car and they're like, yes, it, this it, is the it's best a car time that's to be part alive. of America and it's a convertible. So you're out in the world and you know it's it's an iconic car. So you rev that thing. It's like the perfect car to have in New York. It really was. It was. It's a perfect city car. Let's just go ahead and say great, that. Well, it's a day. It's it my dream if 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 my wife and I ever decide to pack up and move back to Boston, it's my dream to also have a muscle car in the garage that I take out whenever I can and drive it through the city because no one's going to drive it through the city. It all stems from the movie The Twenty Fifth Hour. You're oh yeah, where uh, Edward Norton's character has a uh, I think he has a Barracuda. Um, I forget what he has. He has he has something bitching in that movie, and he's and he's basically driving it through New York City, like he's basically Mike Musto. 
in, but mm-hmm. in, you know, well, I was going to say in real life, but Mike Musto has those cars. Yeah. Uh, Mike Musto's the real life Ed Norton until he moved to San Francisco and became a hippie. Um, <laughs> and so he's got about I, a yeah, foot now, on Ed Norton. And not only has yeah, now two. He has two muscle cars and a Mustang, so he's right. quite the. The granola guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, seriously. He's keeping it real in San Francisco. But, but yeah. the idea of driving a muscle car, because, I mean, I've always been a big muscle car fan, but placing it in a, a space where it doesn't belong is so much fun. It really yeah. is. Because in L.A., you see muscle cars everywhere, and it's just like, well, yeah, yeah it's still mm-hmm. cool. It is still cool. But it loses some of the impact, especially when all the people in L.A. are really jaded to, like, any kind of but car. But the nice thing is with a muscle car in a city that doesn't have necessarily the greatest roads is that – they're kind of sturdy. I mean, they're not great as far as the handling goes, but they're sturdy and they'll deal with the bumps and they've got their ground clearance, so you don't have to baby them like a, we would with like a modern sports car. That's true. Right. I mean, yeah, it's a truck. Yeah. <laughs> it's a truck. Yeah, really. Yeah. 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 I, I, last year when uh, when we were shooting some American Detour stuff, we wound up in Austin and I had a um, I had a 442. And so the, the last few shots were in downtown Austin. So, I mean, that's Texas. They get some muscle cars, you know, some good ones. But seeing that in downtown, people, and it was the it was Halloween day. So pe- it was crowded. Oh. And so people were loving that thing. People get excited. Yeah. It's, I think Nashville would have been even more perfect than Austin. Honky tonk. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not a country guy at all. Right. I'll just put that out there. But the bars that we went to on this, pre- this program, because we were like two blocks from – Whatever Broadway the main drag is there. Yeah, they their hotel awesome. was basically the Country Music Hall of Fame, which is kind of mind-blowing. Yeah, that is. Right. Um, but just the bands, they were playing all kinds of music. Every bar had a live band. Right. Every single live band was good. Wow. But then we're walking, and just on this random street corner, there's these two guys who had probably 50 people crowding around and listening to them, and they were unbelievable. The drummer was just out of his mind, just killing it. Wow. Uh, so, I mean, people really do go to Nashville. Just like too. how you know you get people, I'm an actor, I'm an actress. They're musicians, That's and cool. they are. Isn't so. that where Jack White has yes, his recording uh, studio now? He built a recording studio that... I think know, it's called, like, Third Man Final. Studios or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think that's right. Is it right on Broadway? I have no idea. I just... The main street... He picked that... He take picked right that by the Dunkin' Donuts, and then you keep going Dunkin straight. Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> uh, but he picked that city because it's a music city. Right. And, um... That's they invented cool. music. Fun fact. <laughs> There's no music before <laughs> Nashville was invented. Yeah, the and Babylonians. Like said, it's incredible they have a museum dedicated to music. Like, how would they even think up a building that could hold records it, of records? They, they kept on saying, they kept on saying, you don't need a museum for music. I mean, there's so, no way. It's like a, it's like a television channel dedicated all, all to sports. Yeah, you know what though? That either. Speaking of museums of music, there was a Jag F Type. It was the convertible launch, and it was in Seattle. Uh, but for dinner, we had it at – I can't remember the name of it right EMP? now. EMP? Yeah, the EMP. It's in the music museum in Seattle, so it's a little more rock-focused. Uh, but it was amazing, and we had it all to ourselves. It's and right half, across from the Space Needle. All the old guys went home, and I'm upstairs after dinner. Like play, you get, There's instruments set up where you pick a song, and the frets will light up and show you how to play it. Or if it's drums, uh, it'll light up which drum pad to hit. Or if it's a keyboard, like all the different instruments. You That's just awesome. sat, stood up there for an hour just going, slap it to bass. Yeah, I, I was basically, <laughs> but I was up there. No, Everyone's like, oh, I've had my shrimp, and I'm going to bed. I'm up there playing uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit by myself. Totally, we had fun. It was so like, much what? fun. Yeah. <laughs> so much, on the rain. So much Tell me they have a, a, a keyboard guitar. I, the best thing I want to see oh, him. Be I awesome. want to see him like come out and do like a Prince cover. <laughs> <laughs> Next press event we're on, Jeff. That'll be a. Uh, I've been fucking him for seven years. Um, that, uh, that's a great comic bit, but we won't get into that. Would you like some grapes? Uh, <laughs> so now that we're this back, called sexual universe. Well, okay, so, <laughs> sexual hu- universe. Uh, universe. 
Um, so besides, um, where were you? You said Watkins Glen. Watkins Glen, and then um, we filmed that thing. We filmed Larry Casilla's 964 Porsche, Ooh, which is that? really good. Like, yeah, he yeah. built it. Didn't he just have a new engine put in it or something? Yeah, they got like a 3.8 put in it, which sounds. Wow. I don't really did like. Did he swap any motors, or did he just bore out the one he had? Ooh, um, they bore the one he had, and they okay. put a bunch of stuff in it. Yeah, and he and had the it, what was it a three two or a three six before? Three two, I think. I wouldn't be surprised. No, I think two six. I, <laughs> I don't think they bored it out from three two to three eight. I think they went from three six to three eight. Okay, but uh, I don't really. Do you film it for TST or? Yeah, it's going to be on Drive actually. We oh, were cool. originally filming for TST. Drive liked it because um, we got thunderstorms off and on all day. Yeah, so it would like rain for twenty. So he's minutes. like, oh, I gotta clean it, gotta clean it. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, I gotta clean it, gotta clean he, it. He had like a bum knee, so he uh, it would rain. We parked the car inside at Monticello Motor Club, and then it would stop raining twenty minutes later. And we go back out. So like, oh, you the had the track was perfect. Yeah. Oh, so the nice. lighting was perfect all day. It's green grass. It's so green right now in New York, and it, the footage looks awesome. Nice. Um, but that car, like he built it, kind of ground up. He put you know suspension seats and harnesses and steering, and they put uh, floor mounted pedals. Like he wow. set up for him, and he's been tracking it, which is amazing for Larry, considering how OCD and careful he is. Yeah. And like I drove it from his house to Monticello because he has this bum knee. I was in the car for like a minute. Like getting on the highway, and he's like, "All right, get into it, get into it." And I'm like, I was terrified to, to do anything with it because it's his car, right? And I, you know, I didn't want to break it. Don't be a this. bitch. He, yeah, that's what he was doing. I was like, "Who are you?" Um, but the car sounds. I'll clean your fucking face awesome. off. Don't be a bitch. Oh shit, get a bug, bug, pull over. Yeah, I exactly. Like, I gotta get that one. <laughs> well, Ooh, my favorite thing was uh, the whole trip is him freaking out as Tom's like scrubbing the hood of a car with a towel. Uh, <laughs> I think we did that with like oh probably the SRT for camera car vehicle. Yeah, or because I've been around as Tom has scrubbed woods, you know, scrubbed down hoods and stuff to to do a mount. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised Larry didn't like just punch Tom in the face. We like to do it to him on purpose. Like if it's the rental car, <laughs> yeah. like we'll take a dirty T-shirt, just look at him. And and then like wipe the hood with like water and just move eye the dirt around and, yeah, and give time. the eye contact and he's just like <sighs> it's like rental car don't care um, that car was great it sounded like a small board V8 going down the, the the road it was cool and uh, and then we went and did the rally North America we drove right. from West Virginia all the way to Pueblo Colorado Mountain Mama it's, it's like a scavenger hunt for, West Virginia uh, yeah. surprisingly beautiful amazing I, right? I actually really holy shit. Plus, they have, a, they have a Ford Super Duty press event going on there right now, and it looks awesome. It looks like you're just going to go rafting or <laughs> and, something. And nice. all the coal mines you could ever want. Oh, yeah. What and part of West racism. Virginia did you start in? Summit Point Raceway, which okay. is a cool track. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a fairly famous track. Yeah, it's it's a cool layout. It, uh, it's big. It twists through the woods, comes down. It's got bridges. It's very small. They had a drift event going on, so I was like, ooh, look, shiny thing. Yeah. Um, and went from there, and then we went. I'm trying to keep it short. We went all over. We went to St. Louis and saw the arch. And basically they set up five checkpoints a day. You got a scavenger hunt, pictures, and then, you know, average t- time distance thing at the end of the day. And whoever won. What kind of stuff did you have to find for the scavenger hunt? Uh, you got to get a picture of, like, in front of the arch, which is easy. But then there would be, like, a locomotive museum. Yeah, could you be, like, 200 miles away from it? Like, how no, far can you see the, the arch? Some people, and there, some people, you know, we were on the bridge. And I was like, I got a long lens. I can help you guys. But they had to get near it. So you have to deal with. Parking and traffic, and some guys I was Get running with got lost. No, they had to be like, oh, next, okay. there's a park next to it. Um, there was a salt mine museum, and then there was a <clears throat> a Japanese internment camp museum, and there was basically it was all along Highway 50. So huh. this, time, this one was called. Did US you stop 50. at Carbondale, Illinois? 
No, Illinois. Okay. We went through Illinois quick because in Kansas, Jesus, terrible place. <laughs> terrible to place to drive. Where, where did you have to yeah. stop in Kansas? Because I asked you this before we recorded. I wondered if you went to the uh, world's largest ball of twine in Cawker City, Kansas. No, <laughs> we <laughs> went to. There was the Salt Mine Museum. And salt mines. You're off the salt mines. mines. A bridge uh, in the middle. It was weird. A bridge in the middle of a cornfield that was made out of wood planks and like it was a sketchy bridge. It wasn't like in a break, but it was bumpy. And you drove over it? We drove over it. I drove over it with some guys that were driving a... A Sprite? BMW X1, because <laughs> I was jumping in different cars. No, I was in a G8 that day. And, An um, X1? BMW. Matt, Matt. Yeah. These guys had a tuned X1 that made like 485 torque Jeez, really? on, on 93 octane and like 410 wow. horse the wheels. This car ran mid-12s. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Sleeper? Or could, did it look... Juiced up from the outside. It Juiced, was a like little just bit wheels. And so had wheels that's on it. basically a BMW was... version of a WRX at that point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it's faster, but yeah. And yeah. when I when I drove the X1 two years ago, I was like, this feels like my STI, and those guys were running what like a like a ProTune Stage Two STI would run, and it was it was really really quick. Huh. Wasn't Matt in a, an SRT? G? Yeah, our our yeah. camera car was SRT. At G. Did he drive over the bridge in that thing? Uh, I think he skipped that checkpoint. Camera car or just car car? Well, we were we were hired to film the event ah. and help them get notice about gotcha. it. Gotcha. Because it's their fifth year. So you weren't competing? No, we weren't competing. So we didn't. That's why, like, I was in the X1 when they got pulled over, <laughs> and I was, I've never been so calm in front of the police because yeah. I'm like, I wasn't driving. I'm not even their friend. Like, right, I mean, I'm right. their friend now, but yeah, I don't, you don't feel bummed for them. I don't have to ride home for 10 hours. I'm glad they didn't get a ticket. I really am because they're really cool guys. Uh, Jonathan and Nathan from, um, they're doing like a no photo engineering thing which is way smarter they're making a license plate frame that can block photo radar yeah but for legally. real yeah or the thing that you buy for 35 cents at the back no, 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 of for a... real like for real <laughs> for real <laughs> nice it's really cool and uh yeah it was just like hope you don't get a ticket and i'm just sitting there like texting like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lol yeah hey they got full of, um so yeah it's a, it's a cool event if you're if you want to do a rally and see a bunch of stuff and you don't want to do gumball. Especially because it covers a lot of America, which is pretty great. Yeah. It's a lot. I mean, yeah. two-thirds that sounds of America. Fun. That sounds like well, how much does it cost to enter uh, Rally America? It's cheap. It's like 600 bucks. How much? Really? 600 bucks. 600? It's, it's cheap. Okay. Yeah. It's cheap. All the money goes to charity. Like, all the money. The guys at Oregon. You're on your own for hotels, I assume, but they have parties at every night or something? They don't have parties. It's, it's a different kind of thing. You pay for your own hotels. Everyone tries to stay at the same hotel. Um, there's no real, like, there's impromptu social events. Like, everyone's fun and drinking beer and kind of hanging out. But it's way more low-key. It's like the, the main event of every day. It's is, not Gold Rush. No, right, I mean, like, right. It's yeah, not like Tiesto's going to turn up with Kobe Bryant or something. Right. All those things, like, <laughs> it's about speeding and parting. And this right. is more like you got to strategize, you got to navigate, you some you can drive fast. Some people took a five-hour detour to see, like, uh, Bush Stadium because they weren't competing that day. Um, you can – you place once, and then you can't win any of the of the other days. Hmm. So it's like if you get first on the first day, you're good. You don't have to, to you know go for it anymore or try. Like you can go see what you want. At night, everyone's chilling and telling car stories and drinking beers. That's so it's, cool. It's that sounds great. You know, it, it's really cool. It nice. is. It's a cool event. Everyone's really chill. We did a track day at the end at Pueblo. Oh, that's um, nice. We did a drag racing event that you With stop the, and everybody's run. own cars. Everybody's in their own car. You know, they show up. Drive on the track, which is interesting because yeah. some people had never done that. Did before. you guys run the right. Jeep? Yeah. What did it run? It ran the 13.6, 13.6, 13, 13.8. Basically, that's what, like, me and Matt both got, like, the same times, AC on, AC off. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's like a very underwhelming. Like, it laid a little rubber when I launched it once, 
and then you're just like letting it shift and just kind of. That, that yeah. is basically drag racing. That's drag racing. Well, especially yeah. in an all-wheel drive Jeep. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, I'm like, you know, it's cooled seats going and stuff. Right. And. Uh, Although I imagine cool. that car probably traps pretty good, like 125. I don't remember actually. I don't remember I have the sheets, but it, I mean, it's moving. Yeah, you know, I was, I was running against a kid who was driving his with his dad in an R8. You know, there's a lot of like family bonding stuff happening, and he had never done it before. And he ended up running like a 12.8 end of day, but in the beginning, off you know, out of the launch, he had a manual and launch control, and the Jeep would just smoke him, obviously. So it was it was fun. There's a guy running like a. 700 wheel horsepower 911 996 that he'd converted to rear wheel drive like he built his own gt2 and he had never tracked it Uh. and he had like cheaper tires so he was just laying rubber like first and second and running like a 13.8 in the beginning we're like what the fuck and then he fixed that wait he had a it was a 996 that he converted to he had like a 996 turbo he converted to rear wheel drive right and then boosted it and it was like you could hear the turbo dude from down the street like <laughs> that's awesome. That's I guess that the that going to a rear wheel only swap on the 996 is not uncommon. Yeah, but people are doing it for really? drag racing now. Yeah. There's one uh, there's a video online of a guy that lifts his wheels for like the whole 60 foot and then almost crashes It's probably just, Russia. No, no, he's he's American. He's hmm. just he's got drag slicks on, he has a bunch of power and just, you know, rear mid engine. Yeah, because it's 700 horsepower. He should be running high tens. He should be yeah, I mean he yeah. never it was, you know, if he had had drag radials, I'm sure he would have yeah, but speaking of cool trip, cool trip. Speaking of the the, the drag strip, uh, I want to talk about uh, a new car that a lot of our colleagues are experiencing right now. It's the new true. Dodge Challenger Hellcat. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very jealous power. that I'm not there. Yes, yeah, 707 horsepower. They they brought it to the most granola, one of the most granola places in America, Portland. Portland. Which is Yin great. And yang, man. Rumor has that it that they, initially the invite for the event said, you know, experience the 2015 Challenger, the various iterations of it, and then experience the Hellcat on the drag strip, which is cool. Okay. But now I'm hearing rumors that they're going to un- let people do um, – because the other cars are going to be at PBI, PBIR full track. Uh, so now the rumors, though, that they're going to let them do the Hellcat on the full track. No too. way. Yeah. With instructors. <laughs> I would imagine. Yeah. It's Palm, yeah. it Palm Beach. No, 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 Portland. No, no, no. Oh, Portland. Portland. Okay. Yeah, you said, um, you said PBIR, and I'm like, right. wait, now they're going to Palm Beach and National. Yeah, they got a track up there, yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, That's so, crazy. That's gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look forward on Jaloptic to see who crashes. <laughs> uh, I'm not. But um, <laughs> the uh, I love muscle cars, and, and anybody, I, I love seeing the comments on videos when it comes to the Hellcat because there was like 707 horsepower touting it and then the comments would be like so what still can't turn like who gives a shit that's not what that car's that about that car was never I don't built care. to turn and they, I mean they did address the suspension issues from the very first generation car of this modern Challenger and they totally revised the rear end and they made it much better um, I think but we, it, yeah. it's it's the only American car that's still a true muscle car I think though like at, a no at, bones like, about it at like this kind different. of level with 707 horsepower, you you put a car like that on a racetrack with corners, and it's gonna do things you don't expect it to do. Like it's not gonna flop around. It's actually gonna be able to, you know, obviously it's not gonna be like a GTR or something, but it's gonna be able to do things you're thinking like, oh, it's only gonna go in a straight line. But no, you can actually get around corners. No, I think if you look at Hodgkiss and what yeah. they can do with cars that are actually from the 60s, mm-hmm. yes. if they have that figured out, uh, like big companies do too. So right, it's, right. you know, it's gonna be big, like. I'm not a huge fan of the SRT8 because I think it's, like, almost too true to the old muscle cars. I feel like the other one, the Camaro Mustang, have moved past it. But if you're you you know if you're into the silliness thing, like it's fun. But 
if they put the engineering like the work into it, they're going to make it turn pretty good and stop pretty good. And like, I'm sure you, you it's can't be not a fun do car. that at this point. Right. There's a baseline that's acceptable, and they can't go below. Like, it. you know it's not gonna. It. It's not gonna. It probably doesn't even care. It's not gonna win a race against the new Z06. Right. Mm. And no. it would never try to. Mm. Right. It would get destroyed. The Z06 mm. is going to be a world beater. But it's just going to be so much fun. That car yeah. is going to be so much fun. And then they said with drag slicks, it runs um, high tens. And then with the street legal Pirellis that it comes with, uh, it's like 11.2. Wow. <laughs> Out of the box. That's awesome. That that's really fucking is crazy. School. You know how quickly and easily that's a nine-second car? Yeah, that's true. That's in stats. And I'm curious how stout that motor is going to be and if that's going to be pulley swaps away from eight, 900 horsepower. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. You take that's the owner's question. manual out of that thing, that's a nine-second car. So now there's already rumors, though, that uh, you know for the – the next GT500, they're they're already it's going to be more powerful. <laughs> I just, no one saw. I just rolled my eyes because that car needs a lot. It need, it doesn't need more power. You know, it you know needs be everything amazing. else. Yeah. You know what would be amazing is if the you know the Ford engineer said fuck it. We've seen what the supercars are doing. It has a small hybrid power plant for for sporting. I mean Mustang people. Oh, that'd be funny. On, on initial. Uh, hearing of that would be like no, but then they think about it and be like, that's what supercars do. Mm-hmm. You know, that'd be a really good all thing. We, all or, we would yeah. drive Mustang hybrid with like little. No, it doesn't motor. need to be all wheel drive. So the word is now drive. is that you know the GT500 is going to be several years out, but we're going to get the GT350 shortly after launch, and supposedly that's a flat plane V8 now. That'd be awesome. Hmm. So it's going to be normal Coyote motor, interesting, but with a flat plane crank. Sound amazing. Uh, the videos are up today. It does sound pretty good. Oh, yeah, they caught so it testing, cool. huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's going to be nuts. New yeah. Mustang will be a good car. Alex Nunez I agree posted that. that up earlier. Yeah, yeah new we, we Mustang that today definitely, all the weeks. So. Definitely be good. I think it's going to be interesting because you're going to get the Mustang. You know, it was funny to me because all the Mustang guys bitched that the Camaro was heavy, and now the Mustang is going to weigh as much as the Camaro, and the new Camaro is going to be lighter than the Mustang. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be – what's your excuse going to be now? Yeah, now where's yeah. the rampant fanboyism going to I go? still think the Mustang is going to be a better car. I, I, I agree. Because the, if they I think, update the interior and stop trying to make it look like from the 60s made out of plastic, I will love that car. Because that's, that's really my only big complaint. With, what, and it Mustang? doesn't matter. Boss, Le Mans, Dish, yeah. or the good sake. Yeah. The interior is just this huge I don't like the new thing of gray either. plastic. It's just I, – I did not like it. Um, Speaking of updated interiors, look at this segue, folks. Wow. Uh, I am driving the 2015 Cadillac Escalade this week, wow. and I fucking love it. Well, you like the old one, so. I did. Yeah. Uh, in I a have, weird way. I've heard very good things about this car. So the Cadillac Escalade has always been one of my odd, guilty pleasure vehicles. Like, there's no reason for me to like it. But I did a 900-mile road trip in an Escalade hybrid platinum years ago. Uh, I drove it down Big Sur and, you know, just had, <laughs> had fun cars. No, I made a 3 Series get out of my way because I was on his tail. Oh, I believe I just – because I'm from up there. So, like, my wife almost that puked. area with that car. It's so yeah, my wife like, almost I got a hybrid, too. Well, we, we, took the, we took inland route up, went to the wineries, took Big Sur back. Um, and uh, it, it's a dumb car, but it's comfortable. You're up high. It, it, the engine makes good noises from the V8. And it just – you know, but it, it's never as luxurious as the price point. Uh, would have you believe um, I think that hybrid platinum I drove was probably just tickling you know hundred thousand dollars which is crazy yeah and uh, it only got one because it's worth $24 right. now 24 dollars <laughs> right. 24 dollars yeah. on the yeah. yeah so the new car looks totally different 
The lighting front and rear is amazing. The daytime running lamps are like out of Tron. They're sick. The tail lamps, that tall, tall tail lamp in the back looks amazing. But the interior is where GM could sometimes fall flat. And they haven't been with their latest cars. They've, they've learned a lot, um, especially with the Cadillacs. So the interior of this car is fantastic. You know, uh, Q, it's, it's getting better. Uh, the haptic feedback is better than what I've experienced in some of the other stuff. Um, the Escalade has the cool TFT gauges, which are customizable. You know, you can put nav in the center, your audio stuff inside of the fuel gauge, and then something over here oh, inside the tab. Cluster? Yeah. Is it better than the XTS? Because I remember that was really. I haven't driven the XTS. Oh, okay. There's it, just. It, there's a lot of info going on. You can There's choose to, you can choose those, yeah. what you want to see though. Like you can have it say look very basic, like just have a sweeping speedo, uh, trip information and nothing. How or, is the brightness at night? It's really bright. I, I turned it, it down like halfway down. If you turn it all the way down, but you can turn it down to a comfortable normal level. Oh yeah, totally. Okay. And How's, it looks it looks nicer with you know adjusted. Yeah. How's the sound system? Uh, <laughs> actually, I was gonna get to that because I really like testing so to speak the sound systems of cars i like really good clean audio uh i usually leave the equalizer flat when i test the car good man um, just because i like to see how they balanced it from the the factory or you know the engineers who designed the audio system uh one of the best ones i ever tested w with flat was the Harman Kardon system in the srt vehicles you leave it flat, you crank it all the way up, there's no distortion, it's clear, it's loud, it's, it, it was fantastic. Obviously, you get into some of the Bang & Olufsen stuff with the Audis, and, and then the high-end stuff, you know, um, Mercedes has Burmeister now, which is supposed to be unbelievable. And Lexus has always done really well with Levinson. The, uh, it's the, just a really clean sound. The Krill system in the RLX is the best system I've ever experienced. Yeah? Yeah, because Krill is like this really obscure maker of like $100,000 amps and everything like that, and this is their first automotive system, and it's mind-blowing interesting mind -blowing. um but so the system in the cadillac is a bose um and bose is capable of making good systems but um they always tend to be a bit um base heavy and i an escalade buyer probably might tend to skew a little bit base heavy in their musical taste um, it's, 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 uh, the car just feels right when you're listening to bass heavy music, right, uh, but still it's a little too much. Uh, that, that doesn't stop me from blasting, you know, all sorts of music's in it, music in it and enjoying it. It's just, I wish it was a little bit more balanced, but that's a small quibble for a car that has come like the Escalade. I enjoyed it in a, in a manner where it was a dumb vehicle. I didn't need it. The, the, the new one. Is actually a really good car. Again, still, I, I probably wouldn't recommend it to anybody, but I love it. Just out of principle, or you just because there's the... there's better options out there. You know, you you can like the like an Audi Q7 diesel is a better buy what about than an Range Escalade. But what about a Range Rover? Yeah, a Range Rover is nice too. But plus, that Escalade's eighty grand. Yeah, okay, but it's finally becoming worth it. Like it's finally nearly matching the price tag. Well, they completely dominate that market. Yeah. I mean, there is there effectively is no other player in that full size SUV. Yeah, I mean, well, the the, the other players are in GM's family. Like, yeah. one of my friends has a Yukon Denali. It's it's an Escalade without all the shit on it. Well, Infinity's got theirs, which is a bad car. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It looks well, no, it's, it's a it's, good car no, that not. looks horrible. Right. I, 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 that I, engine's great. Five six. Oh, that's, okay. So the engine's good. So it's a great car. No, I mean, like it's huge outside, and you get in. I felt cramped. Well, it's up. a full size luxury. Oh, but what did you say? I was like, where all my space go? It, well, that's because you're a big guy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's my problem. But you know, I'm just way too tall. Yeah. 
Um, for the so listeners, I'm 5'10". <laughs> uh, so, yes, so so far I've been, uh, again, irrational, uh, guilty pleasure vehicle, new Escalade. Right. So Nice. It's a good-looking car, man. Yeah, I mean, it looks cool. Did they finally move that thing over? Is it unibody now? It's not body on frame? I have no fucking idea. I think that was the big thing. <laughs> I haven't shot the video yet. <laughs> Matt's saying it is body on frame now. Uh, I, yeah. So, uh, Blake, are you driving anything besides your wonderful motorbike? Um, no, I, I drove I drove an Aston Martin V8 Vantage GT. Ooh, let's hear awesome. about that. It was uh, it's it's great. It feels it feels kind of like a big heavy car, but the steering on that thing is incredible, and um, it's. It's it's kind of like too heavy to be a canyon carver, but you get into that groove where you can just hit sweepers, and um, it feels really balanced. It's a really old chassis. It's been around for nine years now, and this is probably like the final swan song before they choose to replace it with something. But um, it's a six-speed manual. The manual's great. The clutch has a really high engagement, which is kind of annoying, but... It, it just looks and sounds awesome. And how how is it with that mo- with that motor? Because that motor doesn't make a ton of torque. It's not that torquey, but you just leave it in third gear and you can just crank crank around with it all day. I took it down Angeles Crest and just basically kept it in third gear the entire time. And that goes for ninety ish. It starts at like ninety nine, but I think the one they have in the fleet's like one ten or something like that. Yes, that sounds about right. But still, I mean, compare that to. Uh, uh, you know, a 911. You put that against a 911, and I... The 911's the better driving car, but yeah. the Aston Martin looks infinitely cooler. I think I think it's they've done such a good job with the the current Aston Martin that it's up there. Although, I do, I will say the suspension is just really, really jittery and bouncy. And I drove with my girlfriend, and she hated hated that car. Well, she... No, I know, I know. I was going to make a mean joke, but mm-hmm. I, I, I'm glad I caught myself what? there. You can say I wouldn't anyway. have meant she, it. I, I don't think she listens to this podcast. <laughs> right. I don't think Still, it's I'm not going to make fun of your but, girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make fun of your wife later, but uh, <laughs> but uh, no, it's um it's it's very jittery suspension. It it um it doesn't roll and everything, but there's they definitely should have had have found a better way to tune it. What surface were you driving it on? Uh, just uh, canyon paved roads. roads. He was paved on paved roads. roads. Oh, <laughs> he was on dirt trails. You drive it on grass. <laughs> Logging like, roads. You drive it on like a golf course green. It's fine. Oh, yeah, at two miles an hour, style. it'd be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, nice. Uh, well, what did you think of the color? Um, I had mine in dark blue with red lipstick on it. Which is it does look like lipstick. There's no other way around it. I don't think the red works because yeah, it just yeah, looks the, like pretty warm like, or something. I do like that they're doing the racing schemes though for the street car. It's kind of I, I cool. say I say yellow or lime green for that car. Yeah, because which they it, do offer. It doesn't look like so much as a, oh, a fish anymore. Yeah, so. but the racing cars do too. So you might, might as well go all the way. With, I would if you I like would, it that much. If I were buying one of those, and I kind of do like it better than the 911, I think it just has more character, and it sound, feels like such an old-school oh, it's, sports car. Oh, it's so much cooler. I mean, for the kind of money, it's so much cooler car than a base 911. There's, right. like, hardly just, no just electronics know, in it. Just know most 911 owners, if they can drive, are going to smoke you. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah. still, in, enjoy the Aston, because you look way cooler. You and look cooler. It sounds awesome. And everybody thinks awesome. you have a, you know... a a more far more expensive car, car than you it's. Purchased. It's like a British Corvette. It's a big ass V8 up front. You got the, your wheels in the back, and you just kind of point that huge ass nose to the horizon. And just okay. So on. there's also the Jaguar, which is the British Corvette, mm. the F so, type. Mm. Yeah. So what? Where do you go? Mm. That's Ooh. tough. That's tough. I haven't driven the R Coupe yet. That's the thing. You can't get a coupe for a hundred under a hundred. Yeah. So the Aston really, they, well, yeah. you not with the V8 and stuff. Right. Not with the, the V8 Aston, and stuff. The Aston, especially with the manual, because it just feels like there's like no electronics in the way of anything. And the F type does, you know. It's got the really fast automatic transmission and everything, and it's quick and it sounds gnarly as well. I think I have to go ask just because I love them so. I love the shape. Uh, so much. It's a tough, Even though it's, yeah. it is a nine-year-old. I like, I like it the is way a tough they, call yeah. though because that F-Type R coupes it, it 
You can't discount but that's how amazing more. the sound is. But I, I love them both yeah, a lot. That's the problem. It is. Well, wait. The F-Type R Coupe, doesn't it start at 100? It does start at 100. But and on. you know what? And in three years, that F-Type will be worth 48. Yeah. And the Aston will probably still be worth uh, it. Uh, more modern Jags are doing all right. so old. Yeah. Advantage is old. The GT is a limited run sort of thing, I think. So. And more modern Jags are doing all right initially on the secondary market. Like second owners are – you have to be third owner. For some of the newer Jags, um, which is, I guess, good for current Jaguars. I mean, the the XK is still doing all right in the used market. Is it? I think so. Oh. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, the, the Taurus? Yes, the uh, Taurus. Especially the Taurus. <clears throat> um, so oh, also, you... I have a Hyundai Elantra Coupe. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, Zach, you just got back in town, so you haven't driven shit besides what you've been talking about, right? Oh, I mean, besides the, the 964 Porsche and the 63 Vet. Well, which is all amazing, but we just we already covered that. Oh, that's true. Right. Um, no, I have. I drove, I drove a minivan today. Right. So I was, I was supposed to get an Aventador Roadster on Thursday, but as often happens when you're scheduling Lamborghinis – Things get pushed. The struggle um, is real, ladies and gentlemen. Logistics, logistics issues. All right, we'll, we'll listen to your something story. broke. Something caught on fire. <laughs> well, no, there's nothing. There's no story there. I just, oh, I'm, I'm not getting my. No, cool I'm, I'm sure they must have emailed you back. Like, oh, logistics interfered. No, it's, it caught on fire. Wait, well, no, I, it's probably somebody much more important needed the car. Um, is what really happened. But I'm, I, I can understand that. Uh, but whatever, we're going to reschedule. It's right, fine. Jeff, because it's really just down to LeBron James and then you on the hierarchy of Lamborghini right there. That's true. Yeah. Um, uh, but I am getting a Golf instead. So just, it'll just be very golf. exciting. Is it like a Volkswagen Auto Group really hooking you up there. Well, it's yeah. totally unrelated. It just happened to Honestly, to be if that you way. own an Aventura Roadster and you take it into the shop, they would also give you a Golf. That'd be awesome. To It'd be awesome to like to run video on some guy and see how he would react. Right. Like, just to be like, uh, yeah, so uh, thank you, sir, for bringing in your Ventador Roadster. We'll have it done in a day. It'll be $15,000 in service, as you know. Um, and <laughs> It'll be six weeks. Vehicle. Here's a, here's a three-year-old This is the brand new. Yeah. The it has the DSG, uh, <laughs> plaid seats, <laughs> oh, and oh. navigation. So is it actual GTI? No. Okay, it's not I have GTI. no idea what it is. I'm just getting a golf. GTI. I don't know. <laughs> I was doing fantasy talk there, Blake. I was pretending to be a service tech. Why would you get giving a, out a golf? Why would you get a DSG then? You thought you were an auto Because you don't give manuals as service loaners. Yeah, okay. Well, you're still going for the service. <laughs> Way to yes Thank and, you. Blake. Way to yes and. Yeah. <laughs> yes and. God damn it. Stay with me, Blake. A service loader and a Lamborghini should be like an 04 Gallardo. Oh, God. Yeah. With 90,000 miles. Every light is blinking. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, you broke it. you got to pay for that service, too. you got to pay for your car, too. What'd you do? What'd you do, my friend? Hey, we got you, buddy. We get him. You're totally screwed. Yes. Wow. Thank you. Look at this. Uh, is this, a, by the way, is this Very the generous. first time your voice has been heard in your studio? No, but it's the first time it's been heard through one of these arms. Oh, okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's yeah, Matt Farah in the background. It's only the second time. This yeah. is a wonderful studio. Um, I'm, I'm going to be nice. donating some office equipment to them for the use of their studio on occasion. Awesome. Yeah, I'll be, I'm working on a fridge for you. I have ideas. I'm putting ideas Bridge together. Hookers. That's what the two things we're missing. Blake's already here. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I, I can I can keep drinks warm, Jeff. Right. Um, what are you talking about? So uh, any news on the Miata for us? How's that? Oh, we pulled the engine last week. Oh, it was fun. Uh, I pulled the engine. I brought it into the shop, um, and uh, they've just been waiting. Waiting for waiting what? Game. What are they waiting just for? Waiting well, waiting I brought it to a shop that has five FD RX-7s in it, so clearly those. Oh, you are low on the list. Yeah. 
Wait, well, last I heard, you were going to try to get a new motor from Mazda. Yeah, that, that they they never got back to me. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I'm. You should have had Mark Vaughn email them and then just give it to you. I'm laughing harder. I'm, I'm dead serious. You should have just done that. No, the only thing Mark Vaughn's going to email him is don't give Blake a motor. Yeah, I know. She she said she's like really busy this week, but I I get it. Like that's fine. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll hang out with her next week. She still likes me. She's still she's like, not. She's still like um, no. Um, anyway, actually, honestly, before we pulled the engine, we, we fired it off, and it idled pretty well for five minutes before you started hearing the knocking. So it's really not as bad as we figured. So we just pulled the motor, and um, it's like that Corbin's house. Yeah, it was a Corbin's house. It took us uh, four, two days, basically four hours on one day, and then four hours the next day, and then um, hauled the engine over to the shop. And uh, it's been there for a week now. They've just been too busy working on RX-7s because everything on RX-7 so always So are you breaks. doing a ground-up rebuild of the motor? Probably just bottom end. Just bottom I'm end? Cheap. Wait, all but these RX-7s are at Corbin's? No, they're at uh, the shop that I took it to. Oh, okay, okay. They have, I was like, like, holy shit, dude has have, like, legit business now? <laughs> <laughs> Corbin Motors. Corbin Motors. We fix your FDs and occasionally Blake's car too. <laughs> Corbin dude, Motors. I am automotive Jesus. Dude, if you can swing it, go with the forge crank and, like, and, and connecting rods and everything because that will give you room to grow with it. Probably. I'll probably end up doing that. And then That was his frat nickname, Forged Crank. Forged, Forged crank. crank. No, that was the, that was a very specific nickname, Jeff. That was that was the, his character in Orgasmo. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're a Stuntcock. Stuntcock. Um so okay, Forged that's crank, good. Forged that's crank good that and, yeah. you're doing something with the car. It's not, you know, and then you're riding the bike, obviously. So yeah, that's good. Riding the bike around. Uh, Zach, anything new car-wise in your world or are you just kind of in limbo at the moment cuz you've been traveling and I'm limbo, but I got I got some checks. And I'm giving nice. like one more. And Cash and checks, pay breaking necks. I'm gonna go get something. <laughs> what are you gonna get? Bike round pick. Yeah, you should. Because you've been talking about that for a year now. Yeah, and yeah. it's because it's because it's awesome. option in the price range. It'll be awesome too. I was telling Chris really like, I really like a 240, but. For three grand, you're gonna get a fucked up 240, mm-hmm. or you can get a really clean Crown Vic that's gonna run forever. Right. So. Yeah. No, that'd be sweet. You, you can have a lot of fun with that car. Like, oh yeah. Totes. Totes fun. Totes. Totes amount of fun. Totes. My ghost. Just are you gonna open a cupcake store now? Is that what you're about to do? <laughs> yep. So it's on its way out. Brunch. And yes. Then, you know, take a selfie. Yeah, I like brunch. So if it's not already it's in nice. like police paint, is it gonna be time to hit that with? Uh, I'm not painting nothing. No, 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 no. I'm not, one. Not, I'm not, not actually painting using nothing. paint, but using uh, plastic dip. No, no, no. I don't want to do that. No. I want to, they come in all the colors, and they sell them in all the colors. Yeah, you want to get one of those old, already black and white ones. Yeah, you want to yeah. find one that's black with the stuff on it and go, Oh, I don't one. need to take the bull bar off or the light. Nope. Or, yeah, nope. perfect. Yeah, they sell them like that. Yeah. I want it done. I want to. Definitely leave the spotlight. On. Nice. Uh, unfortunately, there's no news in Honda Civic World at the moment. Um, we're just figuring things out, engines apart. But I'm trying to um, save some money and buy some upgrades for it. But like a new we'll motor? See. No, no. I'm like cams like and an Acura badge. Can? <laughs> no, no. Type R, bro. Yeah. Type R. S I R. S I R. No. You can um, probably get that the cylinder head on that ported pretty cheap. Well, rel- what do you mean? We're talking relatively here. Uh, my, my focus right now is to get the goddamn wagon finished. Yeah. I want to drive it so bad. Um, I saw one of those in the field in West Virginia. Yeah? Like, yeah? Yeah, for real. Is that what you're calling it? Not the goddamn wombat. The goddamn. You're goddamn right. Um, <laughs> sorry. Just went Nino on you for a second. You went, uh, I was like Nino's grandfather. Uh, so, yeah. Goddamn the, the engine mounts music. for the car have supposedly <laughs> been ordered. 
So once those engine mounts are in, then they're fabbing them to custom bracing and actually locking shit down. So it could be a big step. I'm going to go in there this week and see if that progress has been made. Um, and, of course, I'll update everybody as soon as I can on that front. Um, and that'll be good. Um, and then I think, you know, as far as that goes, Blake, what do you have coming up travel-wise? Um, not Nothing really. I'm, uh, I've been invited out to Willow Springs for an FRS track day, which is just any excuse to go. is going to be mm-hmm. great. I would just be like, oh, I've never driven one of these before. And yeah. Be awesome. Anytime it says track time, take it. Willow as long Springs, as you can take yes. it, take it. Is this going to be the much-wanted STI? No. No. No, 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 no. Oh, the package thing. Uh, yeah. Well, oh. no, the, apparently they have an STI now, and they haven't done a fucking thing to the motor. It's all just suspension work. It's specifically yeah. Scion, so I don't think it's yeah. going to be that. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. That'd be weird. Yes. Um, and, uh, Zach, you probably it. have more travel coming up because you're an insane person. Uh, probably. I don't know what. I usually get short notice. But, yeah. Nice. Probably. Nice. Um, as you may have heard, I'm off to Scotland on Monday. I'll Where? do a quick podcast. Scotland, bitch. What? Where is uh, that? <laughs> Scotland! Scotland! Scotland of the Scots! Um, so it's not Scottish, it's crap! I'll probably try out another one of these short-form podcasts from the road, because you guys seem to like that. I'll, I'll try to make sure your audience is You need to find a guy with the most insane Scottish accent ever and just... Just interview him. Just have him do live drops in the background. And just yeah. kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. Just, get, just, get, one, like re- just get one really good guy to just go bonjour. You know? No, I just want to find a chair, sit in front of Loch Ness with a bottle of scotch, and see how far I can go until the tape runs out. Or <laughs> and, I die. and then you, you got to – I don't want to find the exact part on the podcast where you find it. No, the just hit monster. The end of the tape will be you just standing. We hear you stand up and go, I'm going to find it, and just running into the, over the <laughs> No, water. like clothes slowly come off, walking into the lake, never <laughs> heard from again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. oh, let's get another naked podcast from Jeff Chris, Walker. tell everybody where they can find you online. Uh, they can find me at Hayes Data on Twitter, or they can use my damn website at Shout Engine. Nice. <laughs> I Shout like that. Damn that was engine. good, your damn website. Yeah, he's yeah. saying his damn website, because if you want your podcast, get your own damn podcast, go to ShoutEngine.com and get that shit done. Uh, there's more and more podcasts there every day. It's kicking ass, and it's only getting better and better, so jump in now so you can be like a hipster down the road, and you can say, I knew Shout Engine when it was just like <laughs> 20 blogs or 20 <laughs> podcasts um, and not the 10,000 that it's about to become. Mr. Clapman, where huh? can they find you online? Uh, just add Zach Clapman on Twitter and uh, watch videos at the Smoky Tire, youtube.com slash Smoky Tire. Do you want to plug one of your eBay guides? No, I haven't done any yet. Oh, damn. Uh, Blake. I do want to plug the shit out of something right now. Gross. Plug the shit out of it. Um, AutoWeek just launched its new site re- redesign today, and it looks fucking awesome. It's got, It looks uh, great on a computer with huge galleries with humongous photos. All the, You just keep keep scrolling, looking for all our content and everything, just endless scroll of car news. And then you go on your phone or your iPad, and there's actually a mobile site now, and everything looks really great. How, it's, how it's does it look on, like, Blackberry? There's just a sign that says "Go get a Zoom." Ah, oh, yeah. so does it incorporate? Does it incorporate with Lotus Notes? Yeah. No, sorry, it's not made for 640 by 480 resolution, so you're gonna have to upgrade your 486s. Nice. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the site redesign looks great. Go to autoweek.com, take a look at it, and as always, follow Autoweek USA. Follow me on Twitter at bzrong, bzron. Don't and, um, follow him on Facebook because he deleted that shit. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, 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 I'm keeping that shit on the download. <laughs> sorry, uh, everybody knows now, bitch. I'm, I'm keeping my non-existence on the download. Nice. Also, follow me on Instagram. Busy, wrong, same thing. Very unimaginative. 
Yo, posts, this Facebook shit is sucks. He posts follow nothing but n- he posts yeah. he posts nothing but naked chicks. So definitely follow. Yeah. Uh, uh, so go to uh, uh, YouTube and and follow follow Hooniverse channel, Instagram as well because it's just pictures of his wiener. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I talk about he's gonna make a joke about my dogs, weren't you? Because I, I posted all the jokes. Wasn't time. that the joke? Do- well, I don't think it came across as a joke, so I'm just clarifying for okay, our thanks. audience. Thanks. Some <clears> of <throat> a frustrated. Uh, follow me on, on, on Twitter at Jay Glucker and also follow at The Hooniverse. Also, make sure to go to iTunes, rate and review us so we can climb the ladder and eventually bitch slap the likes of Adam Carolla. I didn't really mean hey, that, fair. but it would be Actually, nice to catch up. Consistently in like uh, five and sixth place on uh, automotive on iTunes lately, so. Anytime a new episode comes out, I think. Yep. And then we yep. fade back down into oblivion. Um, <laughs> so there you go, folks. Episode 67. You'll either hear from us next in Scotland or wherever Blake's right. being a very professional automotive journalist. Adios.